How you doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media. Once again here with a Ski Rex Media podcast episode, but this one's a little different because it is a bonus episode and I am all alone. No guest today. Um, I wanted to come on and talk about, well, a couple things that just, it just kind of happened. It, it just happened in a way that kind of worked out, not perfectly, but worked out well. Today is what? Let me look. October 21st. It's Thursday, October 21st. Yesterday, Wednesday, October 20th, I debuted a brand new Ski Rex Media podcast episode, the regular weekly episode. And season three is all about guests. And the guest yesterday was Doug Fish, founder of the Indie Pass. Pretty cool, right? I don't lie that I love the Indie Pass. I have my Indie Pass ready for this season. I um I, I love Indie Pass Mountains. I just love the whole thing. Big fanboy for the Indie Pass. Now it works out well. This is kind of kismet because even though Doug and I did talk about the Teton Gravity Research film that was coming out, I don't think we talked about a release date. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. I don't recall um, if we did. And I should have known that Doug's episode was coming out on the 20th. I should have been able to tie that in. And if I didn't, that's on me. But it doesn't really matter because on October 19th, the debut of the film In Pursuit of Soul, a short film uh, from Teton Gravity Research. You know them. You heard of them. You've seen their films. They are very popular. We all know this. Um, you've read their articles on their website. They, you know them. You know them. And they put out the film In Pursuit of Soul. Now, this film is a documentary. Um, and in this documentary, they go to different indie paths. Well, not just indie pass mountains; they are indie pass mountains. But they absolutely they 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 talk about the independent experience, the experience of going to independent ski areas, especially in a time where there has been corporate takeover. I don't want to say it like that because that sounds super negative. But you know, the corporations are getting huge, and the amount of independent mountains is getting smaller and smaller. This talks about that and about the vibe and the feeling being in pursuit of, of soul, right? It talks about all that stuff. Now, to get started, it, it, it is uh, filmed in partnership with Indie Pass, obviously. So, Doug Fish, shout out to him. as I think it said he was an executive producer. So, now he has a film credit to his name. I have a couple, too, but um, that's for a different day altogether. We'll talk about that a different day. So, Indie Pass was definitely one of the... Um, partners obviously they're indie mountains those mountains being 49 degrees north beaver mountain berkshire east black mountain new hampshire bolton valley shout out vermont uh brundage and cannon again new hampshire uh lost trails magic mountain again shout out to vermont uh missing ridge saddleback up there in maine and snow king and then the other partners are filson the outfitter and then to Benny Systems, I don't know what that is, but anytime you click on that on the In Pursuit of Soul page, it takes it back to the In Pursuit of Soul page. So shout out to whichever partner that is and what they do. Um, now, you can watch the trailer by heading to Teton Gravity Research website. And the full film is on Teton Gravity Research, TGR TV. That's on their little, their, um, their uh, not link, but streaming platform. <laughs> There's links to their streaming platform. That's what I was getting at TGR TV. They have an app and, you know, the platform on the website. It's very easy to find. Um, if I'm going to do this in film review style, I guess I should do it as close to right as I can do it. I like film. I've studied film a bit over the years. Um, 
at first glance, it is just a documentary and documentaries can very quickly become the same thing over and over again. B-roll with a voiceover, interview, then B-roll, then interview, then voiceover, then B-roll with a voiceover, then interview, and back and forth and back and forth. It really doesn't necessarily have, and shouldn't, mind you, um, it's not a big feast for the eyes like a Disney Marvel film or Star Wars film where the special effects mean more than the story. Um, that was just... That's just one of the problems they're having, but you don't get that in a documentary film setting. But what you do, you do get a lot of what appears to be the same thing over and over again. And the bonus with the TT, uh, TGR documentary is that they have, they do wonderful cinematography work. Um, their B-roll is, it looks great. Um, they capture the feeling of the mountain. They get the B-roll shots that they need, the extra film to help tell the story, which is what you're supposed to do. You see, you don't need special effects if you know how to tell your story. The special effects are supposed to add to the story to assist in telling the story. They aren't supposed to be the film. That's actually one of the wonderful things about documentary filmmaking is that you don't have to deal with that. Um, but they have the shots to tell the story. Now, was I getting at this is just the, the same old kind of documentary? A little bit. Because like I said, it's B-roll, interview. B-roll, interview. B-roll with a voiceover, another interview. That's fine. And that's actually is fine because it, it you know, uh, it's like any kind of uh, ski film. A lot of those films makers, you know, fall in the trap of jump, the crew acting goofy at the hotel room. More jumps, the two, the crew acting goofy in a restaurant more jumps the crew acting goofy in a walmart you know what i mean it's very easy to fall into the the set you know uh the the, the set styles that just get boring after a while now the beauty of documentary filmmaking anybody who's good at it all that's forgotten you don't even notice that if it tells a good story and an interesting story and that's what this story is in it they do b-roll shots of all these mountains and it's great shots there's drone work and i'm sure jib work and handheld camera work they know their cinematography over there at tgr absolutely um and the interviews are exactly what you hear they're on mountain with the people who own or manage or run the place and they do have some other employees and people are just talking about these mountains and talking about their love for the mountain, talking about what it means to them, which is exactly what you need for a story like this. The question is, is does the story hook you? And yes, it absolutely does because it's not just, Hey, we love our mountains. It's a history of independent skiing from the early 20th century to now to some of the downsides, to some of the, the, the downturns, um, one of the stories they do make mention of is, you know, the, the Delorier family is famous for running Bolton Valley, but for a little while they didn't. And that's in the film. And they're talking to the Deloriers and Lindsay Delorier, who's running it now. Um, they talk to these people. They get into the story. They talk about the heritage. So many of these are family mountains. Multiple times during the film, they talk about the families and you see the same name. The, the the manager is this last name. Then they're, you know, someone who else worked at is the same last name because they are the same family. They, you know, the type of people who have been working these, at these mountains for 50 years and still working 
all the same family. They get into the spirit of a family-run business and not just like a family-run business that you see on the street, but a ski mountain, which is something that the general public, I feel, only can see in the, in the, in reference to the corporate mountains. And those places are cool too, but or can be, depending on which one you go to and when and why and what you like personally. But the independent mountains, it is a different feel. It is a different vibe. And it is hard for me to explain it. Um, and I've tried. You know, you feel more of a personal connection. You feel like you actually get not just the personal connection with the people, but with the mountain itself, with nature. And part of that is because it's not littered with people and the people that are there are more relaxed and more laid back because they're not in this fast pace. Two million people, you know, you got to get on eight pack chairs to even get a few ski runs because of how long the lines can be. Um, people don't, and, and, and the people who don't get to go out there because the tickets are too expensive, tickets are too expensive and things like this. Um, it's a, these places are where you can really feel what skiing, snowboarding, snow sports, nature can all be about. And I don't want to pretend like I'm trying to bring about some hippie ideal. I get that a lot too, people. If people don't think you're an elitist skier, they think you're a hippie skier. <laughs> I'm like, come on, can't I just do it? But the independent places is where you get the feel where you can just go and do it. And it's not going to cost you a lot. You're not going to be stuck in a lot of traffic. You're not going to be in long lift lines. You're actually going to talk to the people who run it. It's not some board up in a board room, hanging out, making decisions for a corporation that when it finally trickles down to their smaller mountains, the smaller mountains are like, this doesn't work for us because we're not the big fancy resort. The independents, they don't have to worry about that. They can run the way they want and they do. And it's wonderful. And I suggest that you try an independent mountain. I also suggest trying the Indy Pass. I love Indy Pass. Um, again, shout out to Doug Fish. He was just on the podcast, as I said. His episode debuted on October 20th, the morning after the debut of In Pursuit of Soul. Check out the film. You will enjoy it. If you, Anybody who's watching this is likely a ski fan anyway, snowboard fan, snowboard fan, snow sport enthusiast. So it's worth it for you to check it out anyway. Um Beyond that, it is a good documentary. It tells a story while giving you information to add to that story. And it's got history lesson in some ways. And that's always a wonderful thing, too. If you can learn a little bit about something, especially about our industry, it's worth watching. And then if you have been to any of these places, and I have, um, shout out to Brian from IG because he was sending me links about the film and he loved it because Berkshire East is in it. I think Berkshire East was in the trailer too. And he was very quick to point that out. That's his home mountain. And he loves that place. Um, you know, that was, and that's kind of been what's been going around. There's my home mountain. And people have been talking about, it. I know that place. I love that place. And you don't just get to see it. Like if you film at Killington, Tons of us have been there. So we see it like, yeah, we've been to that place. But the smaller place is getting a shout out like Magic Mountain, like Bolton Valley, which I've been to a couple times and loved every second of it. It it's just it gives you a connection to the film. 
And then if you take it a little further to local pride, that's a big thing in our industry is local pride from whether it goes down to just your home mountain locally or your region. Like New Englanders are proud of New England. PNWs are proud of PNW, Southern Cal or Northern California and the Rockies and so on and so forth. Um, and that comes up here too because people you know, see their mountains in their area and like, yeah, we made it to the big screen or what could be a big screen in this day in, uh, in this day of streaming. It's a wonderful film. It looks beautiful. There's some beautiful cinematography work. Um, again, it does follow a standard documentary format, but that's okay as long as the story is there. And the story is there. You really have the feeling of what independent mountains are like if you are a snowboard or ski enthusiast. And you, I think for a lot of people, this will push them into an indie pass, but it will also push them to even if they don't get it to check the place out because these places aren't just indie pass. Remember, they are independent, so they have their own seasons passes. So I hope this really gets eyes on them. And I hope other people love this film and I love it. And I haven't heard a bad review about it yet. Um, I think the worst is just me saying it's a a typical documentary, but the story is there and it's a wonderful watch. It's about a half hour, 35 minutes short run time. And they get a lot done in that 35 minutes to the point where you're kind of, you kind of wouldn't mind seeing it go a bit longer. You know what I mean? It's a very enjoyable film. It's a relaxing film. It's not, you know, jump, 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 jump. It's not an action sports film. It's a soul skiing film, a soul snowboarding film. That's what it is. And it's 100% worth the watch. I want to shout out to Teton Gravity Research once again. I mean, they always make good films. They do. Um, they, you know, I haven't seen many of them that I don't enjoy um, and would say, even if I said I didn't enjoy it, wouldn't say it was done poorly. Um, they do well. Indie Pass, love Indie Pass, 100%. Um, as for their um, other partner, um, I'll shout out to you because you were part of it, uh, Filson Outfitters, but... I don't know anything about your gear because I haven't used it. So, but shout out, man, you were part of a great film um, that really, really told a good story. And it's a story a lot of us are living now because this is what we wanted out of it. You know, we want to get out of the crowds and back to, you know, back, uh, back on the, back on the ground level of what being a snow sports enthusiast can be. That's what we wanted, and that's where we're at. So I suggest the film 100%. Check that out. Links will be in the description. Teton Gravity Research, you know that uh, website. You can find it there. Um, Teton Gravity Research and IndiePass social media have linked to it. Um, the TGR TV app, if you have it, um, you can find it right there. And you, if you do have that app, you've probably already seen it. But if you want to watch it again, go ahead. That's totally fine to watch a film more than once. Check it out. Get your indie pass. Get out there and explore that's this stuff this winter. Um, don't forget to also subscribe, like, share, comment, rate um, the Ski Rex Media podcast, and visit Ski Rex Media and follow Ski Rex Media on social media: the Big Three, Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram at Ski Rex Media, and LinkedIn as well. If you want to talk a little business, right? Right. Thank you for joining me on this quick little bonus episode. I do hope you enjoyed it. I, you know, I'm not the biggest film critic. Well, I am, but I usually don't do it publicly. Um, but that might change too. There might be a Ski Rex Media Film Division or that just might be Tim Meyer rates films or with a friend. Um, but we'll see about all that. Right. Right. In any case, In Pursuit of Soul, out now. 
Teton Gravity Research, Indie Pass. Check it out. Very easy to find. Like I said, links in the description. Get out there. I'll see you during this winter. And um, have a good day, everybody. I'll check you on the next one later. Later.